Welcome to The Well Podcast, a safe place to find health and wholeness for your body, mind, and heart. My name is Kari Davis, growing up a pastor's daughter, being widowed at 38 with three little kids, being betrayed by those close to me, and now blending my family with a man that made my heart come back to life. I know that life can change and get derailed, but come to The Well, our online wellness collaborative where you will find restoration through wellness, inner healing, faith, and freedom. In the Bible, the woman at the well went for water, but when Jesus showed up with truth and healing, she got living water. So grab your bucket, a cup will not do, and join me at the well. It's time to refill, reset, and restore. So I was talking to a friend the other day about setting boundaries. And we were finding that because boundaries and setting boundaries, deciding your boundaries have become so openly talked about and so popular to talk about that I feel like people are misusing the term sometimes to just set a limit or make excuses for just not doing something that they don't want to do. And so I want to break this down a little bit with you today and I hope that it helps you expand your boundaries in some areas that maybe you've been holding them too tight and I want you to set them taller or set boundaries higher for where you feel like you do need to. I also think there's a difference between a boundary and just your capacity, what you're able to do with your lifestyle, with your calendar, with your abilities, with your desires, right? So there's like the capacity that you have to do something and then the boundaries that you need to set. So a boundary, I just Googled this quickly, is a personal property line that marks those things for which we are responsible. Okay, so that's maybe different than some people are hard defining it. So in other words, boundaries define who we are and who we are not, what we are responsible for, what we will do, and what we don't have to do. When I was a young mom, I was a stay-at-home mom, and I had no boundaries around my time, around the favors that I would do for other people. Now, I, I shouldn't say that I had no boundaries, but I struggled with this. I struggled being codependent. So being codependent, if you haven't heard this word, is a tendency to do more than their share all of the time, a tendency to become hurt when people don't recognize their efforts, an unhealthy dependence on relationships. The codependent will do anything to hold on to a relationship or to avoid the feeling of abandonment, an extreme need or approval for recognition. Now, I don't know if I really fall into that category completely. But what I will say is that I wanted to be a people pleaser. I wanted to make things happy for other people. I felt very blessed to be home with my kids, to have the time. And so I wanted to do other things that helped maybe my friends, my family. And sometimes it stretched me in a way that was unhealthy. And so that's kind of how I think of codependency. Um, I also had this kind of overwhelming feeling that if everyone else was good, then I was good. But if other people were not, then I was not. Or I really was empathetic 
Um, and if you're an empath, that means you absorb other people's energy. So if my brother was going through a hard time, I was going through a hard time. And so this manifested itself in ways that I really just felt run down. I felt really tired and I often did not tell people no. Another way that you can know if maybe you're not setting boundaries is if you don't have any direction of what you're doing, you let your day be dictated by what your children want, what your husband wants, um, what your boss wants, just your job. Um, And we all are dictated by making meals for our family, for cleaning the toilets, for picking up the house, for doing the laundry, for doing what we have to do to either earn income or to save money or whatever it is. We all have things that dictate our day. But when you start to set some boundaries, you maybe put yourself on the to-do list for the first time. And that's why on this podcast, I talk so much about self-care because I would fill the day with what other people needed and having a clean house and having all the laundry done and those things that maybe gave me my identity. And there wasn't really anything on the to-do list. I wasn't setting a boundary that was about me recharging. And so when you don't recharge, especially for an extended period of time, you feel really, really exhausted, burnt out, anxious, depleted, all the things. So then when you start to set some boundaries, it starts to feel really good. You're like, oh my goodness, I'm setting a boundary. I'm telling everyone that I'm going to get my workout in or I'm going to take some time to myself, laying in my room, having some quiet time, reading a book, going on a girl's night, going out to get my nails done. And you're, and when you haven't done that, that feels like a really big deal. And so then you're really excited and proud of yourself, but then it can sometimes go too far to where you set so many boundaries that it almost becomes something that you're maybe even making excuses or maybe even being selfish. And this is probably not a very popular thing to say, but some it's, it's hard to find that line where you don't get into it, where you are just self-focused. Because we are, I read a book one time that says we are idol-making factories. We will put stuff in the place of God. We will put ourselves in the place of God very, very easily because of our sinful nature. And so... Sometimes when we're, we're, we start out not taking care of ourselves and then we start setting boundaries, it can almost go too far where maybe you've been hurt by someone. So you really box yourself out of relationships altogether because you think, you know what, this person's hurt me. I'm going to set a boundary. But what it really becomes is a wall or I'm going to do this morning routine and then maybe your child needs you and you're annoyed that you have to go help your child or answer a phone call from someone or do something that your husband really needs you to do because it's you've set this boundary that you're going to take care of yourself and now people are stomping on that. And so that's the main thing that I want you to come across from this episode is that setting boundaries is amazing, but boundaries are not walls and boundaries can be moved So maybe I'll use this analogy. Did any of you share a room with a sibling? 
I remember, I remember hearing about my mom with her sister and my brothers. They shared rooms growing up. I was the only girl, so I didn't have to do that. But I remember hearing that people would put some duct tape down the middle of the room. And it was like, you're not to come on my side of the room, right? That is setting a boundary. You, it, They didn't build a wall. They didn't put concrete or drywall up. It was just a boundary. You're not allowed to cross this line unless you ask my permission. So the other thing is that that duct tape can be removed or it can be moved. Maybe, you know, you divide it a different way and that boundary is now with the people outside of the room when you're back on the same team. A boundary is just a line that you get to decide if you tell other people whether they can cross it or whether they cannot. And so a boundary is not a wall. A boundary sets a a certain type of protection, but it's not the same as a wall. People can still get in. And I would really encourage you today to pray about, to think about where where you've built walls where maybe boundaries would have been enough. Now, if someone was abusive to you, if you have been hurt, if someone has twisted the truth about you or about God or about a loved one, if someone has really, really um, hurt you in ways that you know for you to be healthy, they cannot get your words and you may not receive their words, that might feel like a wall. And maybe that wall is necessary. But walls can be penetrated by prayer, by forgiveness, and they're not really a wall of stone ever. Um, Even after a person has maybe died and gone to heaven, we get that forgiveness and we can have reconciliation with another person, even if it never happens face to face, but it just happens in our hearts. And so it's really, really important to remember that walls can be prayed down, they can be really worked through, but boundaries, deciding where they are and how concrete they are is really important. So the benefits of setting boundaries, um, I found this um, just on a Google search and I thought that it was really good. The benefits of setting boundaries and not building walls are that it promotes autonomy, meaning that you feel really confident in a decision that you've made alone. It wards off burnout because you're deciding who gets you, your time, your energy, your efforts. It improves your emotional health. It improves relationships. When those boundaries are at the right height or the right level or they're movable, it's actually good for relationships because you're teaching other people how you expect to be treated. It sets clear expectations for others. So if you got in trouble as a child for having a snack, but then the next day your mom came in and saw you getting a snack that you hadn't asked for and you didn't get in trouble, weren't you so confused? If you got punished for one thing one day and then not another day, those are not clear rules, clear expectations. And so those boundaries are ever moving and they're just not good for relationships. But when you have really clear boundaries, when they're clear and concise, um, it decreases stress, it improves your self-care capabilities, and you actually get respect from others and you get self-respect. Because whenever you do what you say you're going to do, you, you earn that credibility with yourself. And so it's really important to, to do some soul searching and 
Think of those people, those activities, those time suckers, <laughs> your cell phone, whatever it is that you feel is stealing joy from you or stealing creativity or making you feel like you have knots in your stomach or some of the opposite of, of what these benefits are. If, some, if someone is hurting your relationship with someone else, if you have someone that the expectations are always changing and you're so confused, if you get stressed out in a situation, if it robs you from taking care of yourself or respecting yourself or feeling that you're confident in your own decisions, or if it's just burning you out or destroying your emotional health, you know that a better or different level of a boundary needs to be set. And so after I had really come into a season of taking better care of myself, of realizing that it's not selfish to take care of myself, to have a good morning routine where I get to spend quiet time, where I recharge as a natural introvert, where I put exercise and getting sunshine and listening to podcasts and music where I really prioritized those, it opened me up to seeing that I could encourage other people to do that. A lot of that is the reason of this podcast is it was mind-blowing. I mean, it changed everything for me, but it had to require setting some boundaries. And it was mostly with my calendar. And so I would really encourage you to always go back and look at your calendar. If you don't have any time to set boundaries or to do these things for yourself, that that is definitely the first place to start. And then it helped me to say no to things. So if you don't know what to say yes or no to, so you don't know where to set those boundaries, it means that you're not clear on the direction for your life. So write out your priorities, your dreams, your goals, where you want to be this time next year, and then work in reverse to figure out what today needs to look like and every day needs to look like in order for that to happen. If you have a weight loss goal to get ready for summer or just to feel better in your own skin, you know that consistent action is going to take that and that you have to find time to move your body and to meal plan. It just doesn't happen without those two things. And so to tell everyone that you're going to go for a walk in your house, to tell everyone in your house that you're going to go for a walk after dinner is a necessity or that you need help from a mom or a friend or your husband to drop the kids off at school so you can do it before work in the morning. There has to be changes. So learn what to say no and what to say yes to based on your priorities, and your dreams. And then you have to stick to it. It's not a boundary. It's not good for relationships if it's changing and wishy-washy and moving all over the place all of the time. And so if you have diagnosed the issues and the boundaries that need set, if you have implemented your self-care, if you have scheduled it in, if you have figured out what to say yes to and no to, then then sticking to it is all that you need to do. And it's so much easier when you articulate these things to other people who love you that are a safe place and that you maybe have decided that you're not going to give words to the person that's going to discourage these new set boundaries that you really need for your mental and emotional and physical health. And so picking that person 
for accountability, for support is so, so important to stick to those boundaries that you need to really not only survive, but thrive. So I'm going to leave you with seven types of boundaries from positivepsychology.com. And maybe this will help you because the first step of this process is to really diagnose where your boundaries are out of whack. So number one is mental. So you have the freedom to have your own thoughts, values, and opinions. And so if this is the area that you have struggled, maybe for a long time, maybe since childhood, this is maybe something that you are going to need to seek with a coach or maybe even you need a therapist to really work through that you have the freedom to select your own thoughts. If you have been in a relationship with a narcissist or someone that's abusive, this might be something that you don't know how to flex that muscle. The second type of boundary is emotional. How emotionally available are you to others? Um, As much as I want to support you right now, I don't have the emotional capacity. Do you feel okay saying that to your husband, to your child, to your sister, to someone who really relies on you? Can you say no without there being a fallout in that relationship? And so that will help you diagnose healthy boundaries in this area. The third type of boundary is material. So monetary decisions, giving or lending to others. Um, Some families I know have a rule that they just don't lend money to family that it has done damage. I have always had the thought that if you give it, you never expect it back. <laughs> and usually families, family members that do have good boundaries will pay it back, but it's just easier to kind of protect that relationship by, by feeling that even if you never get it back, that person needed it, and if you're able to give it, you can. So maybe you want to work through some of those material or monetary boundaries. Um, The next one is really interesting. It's internal. So self-regulation or energy expended on yourself versus others. So you might feel like I have been social. I have been go, go, go all week. I need this weekend to myself. And the self-care really, really plays into it. This is what I probably struggled with the most because I didn't know myself enough to know that I really needed to recharge alone at least some of the time. The next one is conversational boundaries. So topics that you do and do not feel comfortable discussing. And conversational boundaries have been stomped all over in the last couple years. How you felt about COVID or how you felt about the vaccine or the shot or the lockdowns or politics. This has been... We're just not very good at boundaries in this area. And so maybe there's a friend that you had a severed relationship with through not setting a boundary of what you should and should not talk about in your relationship. And so you want to go back and lovingly set that boundary so that you can have your relationship back. The next type of boundary is physical. So your personal space, your body, your privacy And you might feel like it really makes you uncomfortable to hug a stranger. And so you might just want to make a mental note that you want to stick your hand out. Or you might just need a personal boundary sometimes and no one might understand it. And so you might just need to teach other people how you need to be treated in that way. The final type of boundary is for your time. 
So how much time you spend with someone or doing something. And this is the one that changed everything for me. Because if a friend needed to talk, I would stay on the phone for an hour and a half while I was cleaning and the kids were crying and I was making lunch. And I was just multitasking so much that I felt just my my stress hormone, my cortisol level was through the roof because I was just doing too many things at one time. So maybe you need to say when someone calls, you know, I only have 30 minutes, but I'm so happy to hear your voice. That way you've set that boundary. Or maybe you want to go for a walk, but you can just like wander off and be gone forever and you have little kids and they need you. So you need to say, mommy's going to be gone for a half hour or 45 minutes. Set that boundary and start to teach your family and other people that your day is kind of laid out in a really brilliant way so that you can fit in everything that you love and everything that you want to be able to do. So if this is something that you are struggling with, maybe you didn't know until you heard this episode and the different types of boundaries. And so I am sorry, not sorry (laughs) to pick that scab a little bit because when you do some self-reflection and to find these beautiful boundaries that can be set in your life, you're going to be really surprised at how much you are living a life that you love in a way that maybe you never have. So I hope that this blessed you today. I hope that you are feeling refilled after being at the Well podcast. Please take a second and fill out a review. This is the only way that we know if you're enjoying the podcast and what you're enjoying about it. Also subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes. And we would love to have you in our Facebook community group. The link is in each episode. We are better together at the Well.